0: Yo,
1: man, went straight through. That's the way to go. <laughs> yes sir. Don't do it
0: through Messenger
1: no more. Oh, man.
0: <clears throat> so yeah, this is a new episode with ground Surge head coach Javon Welch, they call him J-Rock. Hey, how you doing today, Buster? I'm doing good.
1: Good, good. Thank you for bringing me on today. Um, If they know, I know they probably know about you, so I'm going to tell them quick. Easily one of my favorite players ever. Ever. That's an easy statement. Happy to be doing this with you.
0: Yes, sir. One of my favorite coaches ever, so.
1: Appreciate
0: it. Yeah, so honestly, I just really want to ask, um like about like some of your upbringings and what brought you into like football and where you are now I'm a, uh, upbringing i'm from Grant, Rapids, michigan
1: um even not as a kid ball i didn't like nothing about it i thought i could play basketball and that was the thing that i was gonna do and um cats at the time, but, um, they were right, right across the street. practice every year. But um, I was seven years old, and, and all my friends went to practice again. Just watching them. Take the ball up. and try to act like I'm not bothered. I mean, I never forget it. he said, when I play, yeah. he said, go get your mama. I will sprint all the way home. I was out of breath. And I've been hooked. I've been hooked ever since. Uh, from with Seaman until I got to play for Grand Rapids Ottawa Hills. Uh, started off as a play freshman. Moved me up. Uh, we, the majority of, well, I still played, about split half half.
0: eating for those last couple games and
1: had a ball on university ever since. Uh, left there, received a scholarship to Valparaiso uh, University um in Indiana. Played football there for uh two and a half years. Afterwards, I had a child and I came home to be a father. And took off and I called me again. I started playing. Thunder. And, and I did that for uh, about a year and a half, and I got the itch again. So I played football again. I played uh, semi short Cougars, Cedar Spring Hawks, Grand Rapids, Rapids Force, the Mesquite Mustang. And lastly, I, um, we, on which some teams I also helped coach. But lastly, of
0: course. Probably with the Ram Surge. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um what was it like your first day when you like came to the Surge cuz I know we had Coach Green that was coaching and stuff and like how did you get connected to there? Uh, Green
1: actually is the one who called me. Um believe it or not, I met Coach Green when I was about to join the Cedar so it was just the second team that I was about to play for. And he had, he was about to start a team with uh, John Kane called the Grand Rapids Bandits, the GR Bandits. The team never took off, but that's where I met him at. And um, we kind of talked football a lot afterwards, uh, continued to be friends, decent friends. And um, one day he called me up, was like, just come help out, just come help out. And I told him I didn't want nothing to do with semi pro no more. I said, man, I'm really not up for it. I don't think I got it in me. And he was like, I need your help. Just help me. I was like, all right, you got two weeks. That was our deal. I made him a deal that I would come help out for two weeks. Um, I got there the very first day. Uh, You guys had two practices. It was two practices out from your first scrimmage. I got there. I started talking. I started helping out. And I fell in love. Um, I seen the players, how they were acting before I started talking. I seen them in their first practice. I did very little talking. And when we started to get to the point where it was offense versus defense, I think everybody around me noticed I couldn't hold in no more. I started talking left and right. I was doing all the talking after that. And, um we gave the offense a real hard world for their money and they had been giving you guys a real hard time at the time. So, offense wasn't happy. Um, I called the back. Sorry, excuse, sorry about that. Hold up. Okay, sorry about that. Um, I uh, I spoke with Coach Green again on the practice before you guys' of scrimmage. And he was telling me how much he enjoyed me being there and how much the players enjoyed me. And truthfully, the whole time I was thinking I enjoyed myself, but I can't tell nobody. I'm here for two weeks and I'm gone. We did the scrimmage. And literally at the moment of that scrimmage, I knew I wasn't going nowhere. Told Coach Green afterwards, I'm here. And I was the one who stopped the scrimmage. And it was against uh, the Albion Warriors where... They end up beating us for by a touchdown because I stopped it, and we definitely were better than them. We just—it was just a moment that I realized like it was a good team. Y'all didn't have nothing more to prove that day. It was we need to go work on us. So I, I really appreciated the opportunity from Coach Green and from the Grand Rapids Surge Rondo Western. Uh, they they've done. Countless things to make me feel very welcome, a brother, and I'm just honored and elated to be uh, the captain of the ship there.
0: Definitely, um, I could say for myself, I'm, I'm honored to play for a coach like you. So when um, thank thank you first you came, hey. it was just like everybody was just like. How can I say it? It was more of a goof-off thing. Like, you were just, like, um, kind of, like, blazing on the system. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Man, I, I, the, my biggest thing was that I wanted y'all to realize, first of all, when you bring somebody in to coach, one of the biggest things, especially when, like, me, I'm a little older than you guys, uh they kinda of put their guards up and they look like, man, who is this old guy? And what do he want? And that type of thing. And I knew if I could get you guys to smile, you guys would listen. So I, I, I would mess with you guys and like you, you guys know I all like I was blazing and joking, but I tried to make sure it was all in good fun and help. And everybody kinda of like I talk about somebody's stance or something and you know, kinda of yeah. get it and everybody laughed and they enjoyed it and when we got to that following practice after that it was a different person though y'all y'all got the same me but y'all got a little different me and it was uh, more about business and I watched this team step up their business load every day it's amazing
0: yeah cause um, I remember when you first came I did like I did some BS pass rush move. You was like, bro, what is that BS, bro? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was going to be hard on you as soon as I found out
1: you were from Ottawa. You attended Ottawa as well. Ottawa alumni. Um, Shout out, Big O. Um, But I I definitely was going to be hard on you. I I could tell you understood the game, though. I I was a lot tougher on the people who I can tell understood the game completely, which... Crazy enough, we had like a split team of a lot of people and a lot of people who were. Um so I was feeling my way through. I was trying to figure out everybody's thoughts what they knew, why, how. So when I asked you like why you do that, I wanted to see if you like thought it was a move, a legit move or something, or like where was your mind at? And he was just like, I don't know, man. I'm just yeah, it's like all right, cool. I but I noticed most about you getting off a little bit. Um, I'll give you. Usually, you, you know, you hear people say, "I give an inch, they take a mile," in a negative light. Yeah. But you will ask me a question, and it's just an information that I'm giving to you, and you will make a mile out of that. That is the most beautiful thing I've seen. Um, you are probably one of the players who have truly listened. When I, you guys know I talk stuff, I play around, but then when I'm serious and adamant about something, I really mean it. And I feel like sometimes you're one person who reads through my words before I even get serious or adamant about it. You're already on it. You already kind of know where I'm headed, my thought process. I was lucky enough to play a couple games this year, and I got the first game I really got to play and have some fun. Seriously, I played it next to you. I didn't go to my true positions. None of that. And I came right over to you, moved you, start talking to you for a second, moved you back. I got a whole nother Malachi, and I ain't seen uh, that old guy since.
0: <laughs> yeah, it just took it was, I was just getting some rust off, you know. It's been a couple of years since I played, so. Definitely, man. But you ain't had
1: – it was just a, a getting out of your head, man. You was already still a good player, still easily a good player. Um, you are the player that when I talk to uh, teams who played in our, our conference or we played against, period, you are the player who everyone brings up. Who is that DN, man? Who is that the end? I'm like, yeah, it's over. Don't even ask about them. <laughs> I tell them quick. No, nah, I don't even ask about them. And they all get to laughing. But uh, you, you're definitely, you, you got a high motor. You know when to turn it on and not when to slow it down because something not looking right. Usually, you know, you, you're catching the screen, a draw, something like that that you, you, you're you seeing. Even if you may be a step behind, you were on and um, it's it's your hustle though it's so many tackles I've watched you make that was nowhere near your defensive end area or your gap at the time Um, whether it got stretched whether it got turned around and went the other way you're chasing it your effort is I could never teach that to a player it does not matter how hard I try I cannot teach your effort to a player
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. It's like, them two years that I didn't play, it helped me, like, I feel like that was kind of a blessing in disguise. Like, it helped me, like, see more as I was watching a lot of football.
1: Definitely understood. I uh, I take a lot. When I tell you I took those couple years off, um, kind of coaching, that's kind of how I ended up back into playing. Took those couple years off and I had, I started coaching and I'm coaching everybody and I'm like, man, I, I, next thing you know, I'm out there trying to show them. And the next thing you know, I'm like, man, just give me your pads real quick. Right. <laughs> and I'm showing them in practice and they're like, wait, how everybody so. Well, have retired now from my original uh, Thunder team that I coached on. And all of them thought that I was older than them, and they're all older than me. So it was—it was pretty funny. I had—I couldn't tell my age to them because I knew they—they they probably wouldn't respect me, because most of them were like twenty-six and twenty-seven, and I was twenty-two. Right. So I was trying to like—I really kept it quiet. They didn't figure out until like two years later that I my real age. Um. But. I, I definitely enjoyed that. I had a ball with that. And when I came back to the game in 2015, that was my first year back with the Lakeshore Cougars. Uh, I felt that I hadn't worked out how once I didn't did anything. I was knocking off rust, same thing, and messed around and got league uh, league MVP, All Star Game MVP. Um, I had a ball. It, you, you will be surprised with your body's kind of really capable of doing when it gets rest. workouts definitely are everything i don't know if i've really even said it to you like i've been involved in 26 years of football i say that because i have approximately four years of coaching approximately 22 years of football playing football i'm only 33 years old (laughs) so um I put some, I put some miles on my body. I'll say it that way. Uh, it, it's, I was definitely able to tell the difference during that time period, though. Like, not a thing hurt whenever I was going at it, and I hadn't had football in years because I just kept playing and kept playing and kept playing. So it was, it was pretty good, and um, I, I know you'll see a big difference when you uh get to come in your we're going to call it your sophomore year uh if you if we not already got you going uh going to school and doing what you're supposed to be you already know we're on a mission with you um it'd be really just seeing the development of your body after this off season after you get to go through these workouts that we have planned and um I think we're going to see a great development out of you
0: no matter where you go no matter what you do right yeah because um, I've been I've really only experienced football for like six years so yeah because like honestly how you say you I, wish sport- I, <laughs> I wish I could
1: I wish I could have said as much as I love it I wish I could have took my years off just so I could play more years again right that's it
0: but, yeah, so, like, honestly, what you said earlier in the podcast, how you hated football, dude, I used to be scared to play football.
1: <laughs> Man, it just wasn't it to me. I was like, why are you guys running into each other really fast, really hard? It didn't sound appeasing to me. Like, I I, I was like, I'd rather break somebody's ankles and shoot the J. I, like I said, I'm 33. i I was born the year Jordan went into the league. Like I'm, (laughs) you know what I mean. Like I I watched Jordan my whole life. Um, I I thought basketball was the thing for me. I used to play with all like big name hoopers who was around our area, who you know still played at a uh, a later age at a very high level. I was trying to play with them. I'm trying like that was my thing in my head. I'm gonna be a hooper,
0: bro. Same here, bro.
1: I got to the end of that. Like, I had fell in love when I talked to my coach, Coach Percy Brown, which I have to take the time to stop and say that I am right now recreating his team. Just uh, launched it off the ground. Uh, Like I said, I played for the Seaman Wildcats. Uh, They were connected to the Boys and Girls Club, which does not support. uh, So I'm not mad at them. They don't support contact football anymore. But they allow me to redirect the name. So I switched the name to the Percy Brown Wildcats. That is my mentor. He has passed. Rest in peace. But that was my mentor. That was the guy who put a football in my hand. I literally would have never took football. At least in the same way that I did if it was not for him. Mm-hmm. I can truly say that was the first person to believe in me outside of my household. And give me a chance.
0: Yeah. Um, Oh no, you quit. Okay. So yeah. Um. Well, I I remember when I was a kid, though. I was like, say, like maybe like fifth grade, sixth grade, something. Um. I had one of my grandma's uh, brothers, my uncle Wes. He used to always try to convince me to play football. This. This was never going. I repeat to Uncle West though, because I am grateful that I am playing football now and stuff. Not I think about it. Definitely. Um, but the first person I gave me the opportunity was uh, Coach D. You know who I'm talking about? Which one? Um, Darren Adams.
1: I do know. Yes, sir.
0: Yeah, that was the first person I gave you the opportunity mm-hmm. to play football. You
1: talking about uh, Blair Adams' father?
0: I think so, yeah, Coach D. Yes, sir. Want the deep voice.
1: Yeah, deep voice, dark skin. Uh, That young man actually was a part of, I want to say, my third-year coaching staff, third or fourth-year coaching staff um, playing football. When his son started playing football, he played for a different team, and he didn't like it. He didn't like how things are going. He came over to Seaman, and Blair played with me he played with me until he got to the seventh grade and I brought him to Ottawa instead of letting him finish playing with Semen because he was too big and he wasn't being able to like truly express the way that he was he was a monster he was just big so they would keep no you can't do this you're too big you can't do that you're too big I said no I know I'm going into the ninth grade but you coming with me so I took him and another guy, Phil Maybelli, uh, well, Maybelli, Mayberry, and um, we went over there and they went, I want to say they went undefeated. They balled out. Wow. wow. Coach D is definitely a great guy. His son's a great guy. Um, I, you had a great person to start off with. I wish I would have been knew that.
0: <laughs> that. That's who you started with. Yeah, man, I gotta give Coach Diaz credit. Cause after that, my... where did you go? Oh, so oh, uh, this is a thing. I was at U Prep because I went to U Prep, but I played for Ottawa. Okay. So, but U Prep they had like their own um, football team at the time, so we uh, had combined with Burton Middle School. So we um, after school we'll go over to Burton Middle School and we'll practice and stuff. Okay. And that's just who was the coach at the time. Him and um. Coach Hodges,
1: RP coach Hodges, but yeah. Man, definitely. Definitely, man. It's a lot of this. Uh, I, I want to say that in the earlier 2000s, 2010, football was being pushed so heavily. Um, I know a lot of things changed since the CTE, you know, outcomes and everything like that, but I'm here to say there is still. Safe ways to play the game. There's ways to learn it, to tackle correctly, to be tackled correctly. As where does that sound? What I'm saying is protect yourself. But Grand Rapids definitely has been pushed by a lot of great coaches, a lot of great, you know, little league coaches. And like I said, I wouldn't be here without Percy Brown. So I'm forever thankful for, you know, Rocket League, Little League, any small-time football. Volunteering, get paid. I don't care. Just spending their time with those kids. I'm forever grateful and thankful for.
0: Yes, sir. That's it. A- and um, after my eighth grade year, I obviously went over to Ottawa with Coach Verl uh, and just went. Yes, sir. Me- As you shout out, I have to say, say,
1: you know I'm going to shout him out. I was going to give you a second, but you know I was going to do it. Christian Frank Burley, always. Got to. I played with him since a kid. That was the first guy to give me a, uh, uh, to get get the best of me. I'm going to say it that way. He ain't do nothing crazy to me. He ain't hit me real hard, nothing like that. But I knew in my head, man, that guy's strong. <laughs> man I remember him being eight or nine and I'm being eight and like I had to go head up with him because I was the backup running back and he was the starting running back and I was like this guy right here is too big don't make no sense <laughs> yeah once again shout out coach bro um at Ottawa I know this is me but I, I still always have questions for you too at Ottawa um how did that go for you? Because I know we both experienced something similar. So I'm I'm very curious. How was your how was your experience? What did, um I understand ups and downs to everything. And I I you as you know, I went to Idol, so I know how the records were reflecting. But just well, I guess what I'm asking is the knowledge that you gained there. Um how how would you speak on that? Like, how would you speak on like just the development of you? Well, the reason why I asked is because you said you had such a, a shorter career, so your your learning was a lot more
0: rapid. Yeah. Um. To be honest, it was – yeah, we had our ups and downs, man. Like, I was always talented, you know, but I never really had knowledge of okay. the game at first. So, um, my ninth and tenth grade year was freshman at JB. Like, I honestly – I'm not going to lie. I honestly didn't want to play for Ottawa at first because, like, all the negativity and stuff that was going on. I was supposed to go to Creston. Don't feel bad. <laughs> yeah, bro. I was like, bro, I did not want to play for these people. Like, bro, they just, I just knew, like, bro, the kids, like, and stuff, they wasn't taking it serious. And we kept losing. So, it was discouraging, bro. Like, I was really, like, still up in my hooping mindset, too. So, I didn't really pay attention as much as I should have. But um, after my tenth grade year, it's like I had a conversation with bro. I think it was honestly more people around us. I forgot, anyways. But yeah, the conversation was basically like, um, you not you're not really a hooper. He just he just kept doing 100 with me, bro. So I was like, you know, I accepted it, and he was saying like, with football, you're going to have way more opportunity to go further with football because of the 53-man roster to, like, a total 15-man roster in basketball. And, like, obviously, I was so used to uh, playing as a big in basketball. Dude, if Ottawa went to college, I would have been the guard. Not no big.
1: Yes, sir. That's
0: reality. (laughs) You
1: don't got to tell me my freshman and sophomore year I played for Ottawa. I was, uh... because on defense, I'm coming down and I'm playing, I mean, on offense, I'm coming down playing the four. On defense, I was at the top. On pressing, I'm being a, a football player, they put me at the top of the press. Say, go get them. Mm-hmm. I, I, but I, I can say I knew my role at the time. Um, I started to learn that like, I I was a muscle guy. I didn't have a problem with it. Shout out Coach Large, Eric Large, another great mentor. Great, uh, just role model of mine, and especially coming from Ottawa and coming back to Ottawa, and then you know, continuing with his career. But he made sure he came back first and really put into where he came. I was putting him, he kept it real with me. He told me straight up, he was like, Javon, you're actually a good basketball player. He was like, but no one wants to see. Somebody go get triple doubles with no points. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Because I I dang near have a double off of assists, rebounds, and steals. I'm on the press. I'm going to literally get the steal and pass it for an assist. I'm going to get the rebound. And I had a guy, Andre Johnson. He knew that I was going to get it. And it got – he had just – He'd make a certain sound, and I knew it was him. So as soon as I got the rebound, I would turn straight around to him and kick it out to him because I was so short in the post. I could get the rebound up high, but going straight back up, nine times out of ten, I was about to get my shot blocked.
0: <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> so I got, bro, I'm keeping it a buck. You get older and you realize who you were and what you do. Some people, they try to lie to themselves and tell them that they were great at everything. No. Um, I was hustler I was going to have if the ball was out I was on the ground um and he straight up told me he was like Javon I'm gonna keep you ready for football season I'm gonna do this and that for football season so when I got to my junior year he told me you're done while he was playing next thing you know the athletic director came to me said you're not playing no more I said why last year you dropped 20 pounds during the football season I mean during the basketball season which I did he said, I'm not about to be trying to gain 20 to then gain 10 again with you every year. And he stopped me. They like they let me do the trial, everything. Coach came up to me, said, you made it, but you didn't make it. Hurt <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. my feelings. I thought that I was gonna still rhyme somehow, you know. They gonna let me. He came straight to me and said, you made it, but you didn't make it. My senior year, I tried again. He came to me and said, you ain't going to give up, huh? I said, no, nah, I ain't going to give up. <laughs> I'm thinking that because he said this, this year, he going to give me my chance. He came up to me. He said, I wrote your name down on the list. The AD at the time, Mr. Cody. He said, "Mr. Said, nah, you can scratch that one right on off. <laughs> Hurt my feelings, man. That's how I got told I wasn't a Hooper. Nah. So, definitely, uh, I guess shout out to Otto for keeping it. That was <laughs> man. Because I've been looking stupid today, man. Yeah, I definitely got to thank them in that nature. Uh, the real with me, they, they, and they poured into me in the aspects of uh showing me which sports would be beneficial to me in football. I joined the. Uh, I said I did join the bowling team as well. That wasn't real. I joined the swimming team and um that full body workout was something different.
0: I'm already knowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um when I was hooping though freshman and J V year, um I was playing for Coach General my freshman year, then Coach D again my uh J V year, I was mm-hmm. really just a hustler. Just grabbing all the rebounds and playing defense. Sound like we was the same person. <laughs> <laughs> I was even guarding some of the guards a couple of the times during no, the game. No,
1: I I was told to guard the guards. I literally – I feel bad saying this, Coach Large. I'm about to bust you out a little bit. I was the nut, the, the nut and butt guy. He go in there. You got a good guy off back? Hey, Javon, press him tight. I got you. Definitely was going to make sure he was coming out when I came out on that next sub because he was exhausted and I'm holding him, putting weight on him. Uh, I got to even bust him out even further. I remember one time probably one of the only games I started. He said, Rock, I need him out. I said, what you mean? He said, I don't want you to hurt him. He said, but I don't need him in today. I don't need him in his bag sitting there shooting shots all, off balance and stuff. I said, I got you. Soon the tip off. Everybody looking at the ball get tipped. He got a nice elbow. <laughs> Boom. What's up? Go ahead get me on out of here. I know my role.
0: <laughs> Man. <laughs> Let it happen. Oh. Yeah, I, I, was, I was
1: that guy. And like I told you, they have full court press, rock, right, get to the top. I'm, I was that guy. One, two, two. I'm gonna run back and forth, crazy. You think you finished For my head? You better throw every pass perfectly. Right. And it, that was my benefit. I'm, about, I'm getting the steal on the break. Where's somebody at? So I can give them the ball because I, I think my like season high was like nine points. I don't think I ever cracked
0: team. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. So Just being you know, real. After they kept it real with me, man, I was just like, all right, you, I'm going to just listen to real because I feel like real is a good dude and he wants the best for you. He know what he's talking about. Yes, sir. So, I listened to real. So um, I started taking football more serious. Junior year, Um we had a dude named um Coach Stick. Shout out to Coach Stick. Older white guy. Um, I think he was like our defensive coordinator or defensive line coach. Okay. Anyways. He was um talking about how he um put certain players in the league all around Michigan. I think he was coaching at a different couple states too. But yeah, he a real good coach, real um, real stocky dude for his age, still, still strong as hell. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. His hand is different, bro. Soon as you, soon as you shake his hand, you like, dang, bro, hold on, you got a strong grip.
1: Get my knuckles back,
0: (laughs) man. (laughs) Yeah, bro. Um, I would say Coach Stick helped me out a lot as a uh, defensive lineman, so.
1: Him sure. and Ferrell
0: really um, had me tap in, so I developed it to that. And then um, I was a backup, I believe, my junior year. But yeah, so my senior year, everything just came full circle. Dude, that's what's up. That's what's up. Definitely.
1: It's for that rags-riches story when it comes to sports, like, hey, I had to grind my way up. And um I really love that that aspect. And that's the reason why I took the my coaching job with the surge the way I did. Um I didn't want to cheat no corners. I didn't I was asked a little earlier in the season what was thought about me and possibly taking the head coaching job and I told him no. First time I I told him no. I said, I don't know if I'm ready for that. I don't, you know, my time is and that I'm a firefighter. Um like my schedule is different, but I realized that I was making excuses. Uh, I was making, making excuses. I think I was just scared, was scared that I really fail y'all, and that was my biggest fear coming into this year. Just scared to fail, to fail y'all. And it took me to look at y'all and realize that y'all had the same feeling towards me. It was when I realized, like, okay, skip this. It's time to just have fun and play ball. Uh, I, I really thank you guys. Uh, when you guys thinking I'm teaching y'all, it's a lot of times you guys are teaching me.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> uh. It was always a um. I I could say like before the season started with the UFL, they they swore we was gonna be so sorry, and now they look now everybody want to come play for the surge. Like that's crazy. It, it, it's crazy and beautiful
1: in the same sense um and I know why a lot of them said it because originally uh, to start in the last year we had a lot of players who came off of what was considered lower level teams mm-hmm. um and people just thought that equated to the players being sucky they players that can't be good they came from this team that team I won't say no names um but the development of you guys That's what kept me Watching how fast you guys learned How much you wanted to learn And how fast you That first game I was like I have to stay um, Shout out to Coach Green Coach Chris Green um, He's definitely uh, I like to say he's He's a motivator um, And it this year, he kind of realized that I'm more of a motivator. Um, I rather let, and he told me, Javon, I rather let you do X's and O's. I rather let you handle this. is that's where you forte at. And um, moving into this head coaching position and seeing the development of our team, it just made me really realize that we got to stop putting limits on ourselves as human beings. We, it's so many people. It was too old. There's so many people who didn't barely play on our team for teams that were way worse. And they're balling. And I don't mean just okay, I mean just balling. And um, that's that right there is that's what I get paid. I don't get paid an amount of money, I get paid development. I get paid smiles. I get paid watching y'all get a chance to go to college again getting a chance to uh, do arena ball or anything of the sort. I realize that now I may be a coach, but I'm just truly look at myself as a vessel just to help people. This is my form of outreach. Um, This is my ministry, football. I can see it. I don't want nothing bad to happen to any uh, of y'all. You guys know how serious I am when you guys start arguing and getting a little chippy. I get on y'all quick. Uh, It's really about the development of y'all. And the epiphany hit me somewhere. I don't know. But I'm thankful it hit me. And it's crazy to see myself putting people in a position to where they can really do something with themselves. That right there is, that's that's my day, and I get to get it more than once. That's my national signing day. <laughs> it, it, it's an amazing feeling. I, I mean it. An amazing feeling. Especially because I know I try my hardest not to do wrong by you guys, and you guys do the same back. So, to, to all the people who d- want to come or thought bad or a surge and stuff like that, man, you missed the real, yeah, you can call it what you want, you can try to call it uh, a lot of bad names and use them slurs that y'all want to use, but y'all missed out on a chance at real, like, love, brotherly, and a true connection to people who care about you and really want to do something for you. That's the reason why now I have the teams and that. They're asking me questions like, well, can you help me out even if I'm on your team or not? I'm like, and I'm telling them straight up, you don't got to be on my team. I'll do anything I can do to help you. Right. I, I'm not going to limit myself. I'm not going to stop it. I'm, like I told you, I'm working with uh, the Little League. start getting grade school all the way up to high school. And... I just want to see the development of these kids. I want to see them get better, actually learn correct. Uh, there's a lot of people out there now who's just trying to, like, play against as uh, little league coaches. They're just trying to coach against their friends and just beat their friends. They're not there to develop these kids. They're, these kids get bigger, faster, stronger, wiser, smarter. It's like it, more respectful. That needs to be eliminated. These kids should be learning true football and they deserve love. At any and every stage I coach in, and if I can't do that, I need to get
0: out of the way. Yeah, that's real talk. Um that's why when I see like our kids play against some of those other schools, and it's just like, bro. Like sometimes it, it it it's so disappointing. Even when I was playing, I'm just like, bro, really.
1: That feeder program is lost. And um it's something that Grand Rapids has always lacked with it being so many schools here. Um when I was younger, uh it being like four city league schools and then this is when I'm talking high school. So our, our feeder programs from youth, you kind of didn't when school of choice came, that's what messed everything up. Before, if you, like, played for a team in the area, most people knew, like, oh, yeah, he must be going to this school. If you played on the South, you were probably going to Ottawa or Central. If you played on the North, you are probably going to Creston or Union. Or Union. Yeah, and um, now once they switch school of choice, that didn't mean anything. People just played, and the next thing you know, they're playing for athlete, Catholic Central, Christian, East Grand Rapids, anything.
0: Uh, so
1: that right there, there. that's what that feeder feed- uh, feeder system for us and it showed it showed over these last 10 years so that's the reason why not only am I in the process of trying to get the CM Wildcats aka the Percy Brown Wildcats back but I'm also trying to get the Grand Rapids City League youth football back up because I think that's big with making sure that we have the Development of our kids in these high schools, football minded,
0: yeah, because like me, like my um, my high school years, like especially like junior or senior year, dude, we'll be at away games at like Northview or like Cedar Springs or our little you'll see all the little league kids up in the line, like, chair, like, every they know you're gonna get your they know you finna get whooped but like they, they cheering you on they wanna give you high fives and stuff like yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like bro how come we don't do this at house man like
1: for real like you know what I'm
0: saying Like, and
1: that's that right now is my mission I knew
0: I real affect
1: these high school students but I had to ask myself how can I truly affect them knowing that I can't I, with my schedule I can't be there Monday through Friday for a team uh, I came to the conclusion that I can start my old park back up the program director instead of trying to coach make sure I get the right coaches in line and start teaching correctly and if I'm doing that and I'm going to work with the board who's trying to get this uh, get the city league back up and with that I want the coaches to really have what I really want to do is try to get these coaches funding and i mean funding for their own pockets because that's how you don't get bottom barrel talent coaching your kids i don't care if it's just the head coach i don't care if it's what it is but i want to see them getting some type of funding so that way we don't have to worry about buy i don't care if it's 10 bucks an hour i don't care if it's just a stipend for 200 bucks for the year um i do not care but i want to see them get something because they're they're spending their time putting all this time energy in uh, when I was a kid play Little League, I look on our sidelines, we had six, seven coaches. Yeah, they was all dads or friends or somebody or something like that, but we had six, seven coaches. You go to games now, you'd be happy to see two. Yeah. If we got to pay y'all to come out here to get the right people back out here to get this thing rolling, I'm willing to try to figure out a way to do that. I don't care what we have to do, but I- – this feeder system is broken right now in the inner city of Grand Rapids and it definitely needs to be fixed and I think it's gonna Instead of trying to go directly to the high schools and tell them y'all need to change that that's a little harder to do but if you change the kids who have to come up into these high schools I think there should be a big difference in that uh, back end.
0: I feel like once the um feeder league the feeder system gets right again, those kids are gonna those other schools are gonna hate us. Uh
1: they I've kind of noticed we're trying to like lobby it around what people thought most of the people who are not in our feeder system don't even really want us to get that youth league back up and running because that's when we were our best. When we had a youth league, we didn't have all these crazy gangs out here. I, I I don't know if you understand what our youth league used to look like in Grand Rapids. Uh, I, late, I, I started in my first year was 97. Don't call it but 97. That was my first year playing football. Uh, playing football. And every all our games were played at what was northeast middle at the time. And every single Saturday. You're looking up and you got 15, dang near 1,500, 2,000 kids up here because you got the player, his brother, his little sister, his, the, the chick. The, like, you knew every single Saturday where the youth was. We would have people come out with no kids there to watch our games. Wow. And there was no chairs. Like, you had to bring wanted a the chair. People were standing to watch our games. I remember my my grandma was almost 80 at the coming wow. to stand and watch my games. It but that was a normal When the last time you seen about a, a woman in the Inner City at an Inner City game, you choose the age group.
0: <clears throat> no, I haven't in a long time. Mother, like, I haven't really. So, if you go to Forest Hill Central, though, they grandmas and grandpas there. <laughs> They're part of the Booster Club, man. <laughs> so, that's
1: what I'm attacking. That's that. That's where my mind is. It, it's trying to attack our feeder systems too, so I can in it, so that in the end, it, it, it will give a better result of Grand Rapids football. We have great athletes here. Who don't quite put it together until it's too late. I don't know why it happens this way. Our great athletes don't realize they're great until two years after high school. And then I could have did this. I could have did that. I don't want to talk about couldas anymore. You're I was right. supposed. To, I could have went to my uh, pro combine in 2011 and left school in 2010. You know what I mean? Like couldas is couldas.
0: Right. I could have just went to try and before COVID started. Like, I should have just went there instead of CC.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Uh, a coulda is a coulda. Um, now, I will say this one thing when it comes to coulda, woulda, should I do slightly regret not taking my preferred walk on to the University of Michigan. Um, I got recruited by them late. I didn't get recruited by them until my senior year. Already, you, By then, they have their team. So I was right. a preferred walk-on. Uh, Lloyd Carr's last year. Of course, he probably wouldn't look at this or anything like that, but shout-out Lloyd Carr. Um, just because you put... You let me talk with uh, Ottawa alumni at the time. David Harris, I was the middle linebacker after him. He played middle, went on to play for the Jets, and then ended his career with the Patriots. Great guy. Um, that right there, that was one of the biggest moments of my life going on at that college tour and seeing everything, sitting at the 50, talking to Lloyd, watching the game, seeing somebody there. And I was from Ottawa and I knew I could do it because I seen it. That was a big motivation to me. So, um, that right there, if I had to say it real he was leaving the next year, and I didn't know who was coming in, so I didn't want to be a preferred walk home. It ended up being Rich Rod, which would have been perfect for me because I definitely was a tweener back. Um, Going to college, they were trying to figure out if I was going to play DB or a linebacker. It right. happened the same way everywhere I went, though. Um, I tackled something, and they like, no, nah, he a linebacker. I like to like. hit So... That's just what it was. If I had to say a regret with anything football, it would have been probably not taken that preferred or uh, like one of my half, like I had half scholarships and I wasn't, I didn't know how the scholarship game worked. So I didn't realize even if I would have took that half scholarship, it would have been a full scholarship in the end because of all of my, you know, grants and stuff. And I paid the National Honor Society. So my educational portion would have took care of everything else. But, we didn't have people there to show us and tell us what to go and what to do and YouTube didn't get real popular until like 06 I graduated in 07 um so like it wasn't being used for football yet we were watching silly joke video
0: yeah
1: it wasn't uh, as big of a platform yet so as
0: it is now
1: no, nowhere near it It probably was about two years later That it was YouTube, YouTube, everything
0: <laughs> Yeah um, My biggest regret was definitely um, Not going to uh, try Because like, honestly like Those coaches really Want to be like So um, I went on the visit You want um, me to tell
1: you something before you keep going? Yeah. If they wanted you Then they could still want you Go ahead, my bad
0: uh, Anyways um, Yeah So I went on the visit and stuff It was like 40, 50 recruits there um, We did our uh, Little um, Visit, we uh, ate We talked with some of the players uh, We went into the locker room It was a nice locker room Took our little pictures and all that uh, we was talking to like I think we were talking to the head coach um, up in the um, room he was showing us like some type of uh, schemes that they was running um, like defensively just showing us around all types of stuff so yeah as everybody was getting ready to leave um, it was like me and somebody else the head coach took him to the locker room and uh, I mean not the locker room his office talked to us personally Talk to me personally, like out of all like 40 or 50 recruits. So. That's
1: definitely how Lloyd meant. I definitely you understand think, that. Uh he only brung in probably three of us to talk to us out of about 50 recruits. Um like we're all walking around in a big mob to get so doing, doing, doing everything, going station to station. And when Lloyd pre-game, right before the game, like come on in here, I was my jaw dropped.
0: You want to talk Man. to me? me? <laughs> yeah, because I knew Tron was a is a great school. Uh, Their D three, obviously, still you know Psh, a great Brown. championship
1: caliber school.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. They they develop great players too. So um,
1: oh yeah, I watched Christian become a beast there. Uh, early shout out again, but um. Christian always was a great player. Always was a great player. His motor wasn't nothing, though. That boy would get tired so fast. And I I remember, like, watching, like, clips of his game and stuff like that that I seen somebody had a whole bunch of clips of. And I was like, this, what quarter is this? This must be the first quarter. That man was moving in the fourth like it was the first. I was like, ah, Aw, This ain't the same Christian I know.
0: What? Yes,
1: that man, pure wheels.
0: Yeah, I um saw a couple of his tapes, too, that he showed us at Ottawa. So, um, before, like, some of the games and stuff, it was, it was quite funny. I'm not going to lie. He was destroying dudes. Yes,
1: yeah. but Christian has always been iron strong, iron strong, like him and uh yeah. was a great auto-athlete, uh, multi-sport, basketball, football, letterman. He was he was definitely great. Um, it, it, I tell a lot of people, it's what you put in. His may not have been always putting it in at practice. That that he was putting it in from a kid on, I can tell you, at three semen And when he realized that he was being lazy, I give our playoff run Credit to Christian Burley. He stopped before we were at like preseason practice and he stopped and he told everybody, you gotta cut all the extras, all the shenanigans, everything. If you're doing something you're not supposed to, you better not do it during the season. And um everybody listened. They listened. I know it was people at the time who used to try to do a lot of like smoking and drinking on the on the low and no, they stopped. And wow. I remember the next day coming to the weight room and the linemen were finishing their their workout. And usually the linemen wouldn't be in there until after I worked out. And I was like, huh, they must switch their time up. All right thinking nothing of it, thinking they beat me again the next day. Damn! I'm like, what's going on? Every single day that I went, if I worked, I I used to worked out Monday, Tuesday, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. That used to be the old Ottawa workouts. Every time I walked in there, they was in there full sweats. At the end of that season, the whole line made all conference. Shout out to the Fat
0: Boys. Shout out to the Fat Boys. Definitely. Fat boys. Man, I wish we had linemen like that.
1: <laughs> Trust me, but those were the same linemen from the year before. Half of them were second string. Half of them, were like ones who did play, like. like it was like christian and stuff who weren't who the year before didn't, didn't take it as serious as they should and, and they, they definitely left. led by example they took it serious and they got real they it got, got to the point after every football practice the lineman went to the weight room and lifted um, um they would lift for at least like 30 45 minutes and that's all they they didn't go in there playing and they didn't do anything, anything. Like it was definitely real.
0: Yeah, I will uh say for like my year though, um, like for those that took it serious, I will give a shout out to my boy Calvin Pimpleton. Oh yeah. He is at Hope College right now, deepest lineman, doing real. He he actually doing well right now. Well, shout out Calvin Pimpleton. Um, Yeah, I'll say I don't want to say it mini coach bro but it's like coach bro got like man dad bro <laughs>
1: <laughs> man it, it, it's that way sometimes though as much as um, and us as coaches it, it, I can truly see the difference in when I was more of a player coach and of course what I was is last year I only jumped in like two or three games for a very short amount of times um, but being a true coach coach like y'all see it i made sure i came in unathletic gear completely last game um it's it's a big it's a bigger difference and you you notice that you get caught up with the guys to the point to where you will do anything for them sometimes you you like i'm not gonna get into these guys personal life and next thing you know you like man let's go what I need to do what you need let's let's try to get you together um I, I hate hearing any mishaps I hear about a, somebody going to jail or losing someone or something like that it, it really hurts me to see them hurt
0: yeah it does
1: I, I didn't expect it to be so uh so
0: obvious as
1: well like it's a lot of stuff I can't Fake you guys out about or anything like that is if I'm not like feeling good, it if I'm like you guys definitely make it the time ever. It's just strictly through love.
0: Yeah, I ain't gonna speak too much on it, but um, like I'll tell you that one time about that one girl, bro. I was coming into practice, bro. J. Mike yeah. was like the first person to say something like "something off, bro." You good? Yeah. You know, so because I I really like know how to like um, honestly, me like I don't like talk about like my personal life to be honest. Like, um, I wasn't comfortable with that yet. Yeah, I could say, but yeah, I just opened up. You know what I'm saying? And then everything from there just boom left it behind just stay focused stay at the course and yeah I'm good
1: definitely that's probably one of the biggest things that I I've been trying to teach lately is just it's it's not what happens going to happen they're going to happen whether you want them to or not now the way you react is 100% you it like this is what finds you this is what makes you um my father always said that there's only two things that you will be judged by when you pass. Everything else falls under it. And he told me this as a little kid and I have spent my life with That's incorrect. The two things are your character and your integrity. Everything falls under that. Respect. Anything. Whatever you want to say. Character and integrity. And... Um, those two things have to really go a long way with you, and when it's someone like you who have a you, you, you're still very integrous, uh, you, you're you are a great person a lot more than I need to see. I think you should be like, I'm just cool, I'll just be chilling, and that, that's the beauty in you. Um, I, I definitely could tell when it was a difference with you, but once again, with. It being my first year with you guys, I never wanted to overstep my boundaries and getting you guys perfect. All right, I ask, you okay? You say, yeah, i leave you guys alone, which this year I ain't taking. I ask AJ. Um, shout, shout out AJ Christian. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> that's, that's my guy. But the reason why I shouted him out, that's because it was one of our first moments that we had where people got to let their guards down as men and really, truly talk about themselves. And I definitely would never bring up that man uh and what he wanted to talk about, but or what he ended up talking about. But I will he showed me that just the other day that I have to be willing and open to go way further than football. We can't let that stuff affect us too much because regardless, then go to sleep no matter what. Yeah. You start to learn, all right, what can I control? And you you really really take care of it. Your life around. I I don't don't care care who's listening, how many. listen. Can't change. change. (laughs) Who have changed their lives around it. Right, in a way not to go that way so I don't want to
0: hear nothing about you got breath you can change it just like uh, how coach stick used to always tell me like um, I'll ask him like how you doing today he'd be like um, I'm not I'm not in the dirt like you know what I'm saying like I'm